Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset Teaching Outside the Box. We're your hosts, Gillian Willie. And Eileen Edwards. And today we're going to talk about expectations. So, Eileen, what are expectations or what does that word mean? Um, I have a couple definitions here. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So not necessarily at the moment, but thinking in the future or a belief that someone will or should achieve something. People often think of the word um, anticipation along with the word expectation. That makes sense. I'm glad that we're talking about expectations. Is it something that comes up for me <laughs> a lot personally? Um, and I know that I'm positive that it comes up for other folks, especially, um, teachers and parents, <laughs> it's oh. definitely something that we, um, kind of have ingrained in us. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's definitely a paradigm. Um, I think like it ties into paradigms a lot because I think everyone has different expectations depending on what your paradigms are. Yes. I've, um, I've realized this a lot. I don't know if I've ever given this example before on any of our episodes, but I realized that, um, so my husband growing up in his family, they, um, you know, they would go to each other's houses, you know, like family or whatever. And it was just, you walk in, you join in. There was no hello, how you doing? Like necessarily, it wasn't something that was big in their family. Whereas in my family, it was an expectation that when we went to family's house or my family came over, um, you know, like grandparents, aunts, uncles, that kind of family, extended family. It was an expectation that you greet them, that you give them a hug, that you say hello, that you acknowledge their presence. So growing up, my husband and I met in high school and when he was over, um, like we would go to family like holiday events or whatever. When he, when he came in or when someone came in, he wouldn't say hi because it wasn't his expectation. It wasn't his paradigm that that was something you had to do. And then they would come, like my grandparents would pull me to the side and say, what's wrong with him? Is he okay? Like, yeah, he's fine. He just, he, he doesn't have that expectation. It's not how his family is, mm -hmm. you know? So um, that was just something that kind of was glaring to me. And we have, everyone has different expectations just depending on the traditions or the things um, that were expected of them, you know, growing up or in their life. Yeah, I think we were talking about that example the other day with one of our members, Holly. And um, the example that I had given was um, like, I'm old now, but I was explaining how um, over the course of 40 plus years that I had never enjoyed a birthday, really. Um, maybe as a young child, when grandparents came over or whatever, cake and ice cream kind of thing. But really as an adult, like birthdays were not something that I enjoyed because I always set myself up for disappointment and failure because of the expectations that I had that I didn't even realize that I had 
um, of, you know, feeling like I should have been acknowledged in some way or celebrated in some way, or something's going to be different than any other normal day. And it was um, not this past holiday season, but the one before that I had really started to dig into this idea of expectations and letting those go and just being in the present moment, not thinking about any anticipation of what's going to come next. No, like planning for the future of the holiday and eventually birthday, but like just being present, like the same thing that I would do on any other day to bring peace and um, calm and happiness into my days and joy and gratitude, all of that stuff. And so um, this past birthday um, was the first birthday in my adult life. We're talking lots of years. <laughs> I won't say how many um, that I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed and it wasn't because we did anything in particular. Honestly, I can't even remember now what it was. And it was a few months ago. It's just that I didn't go into it with any expectation. I went into it just like I do on any other day with the expectation, not an expectation even, just knowing that I was going to be present no matter what came up. Um, we did stuff. We had fun. There was no disappointment. There was just ease. It, it was really, really nice. Same thing with Mother's Day. This is the first Mother's Day in 12 years that I enjoyed because it's the same. It was the same weekend. <laughs> And um, just no, absolutely no expectation. And again, it didn't mean that nothing happened and I was just okay with it, although I would have been. It's just that all of that negative energy, anticipation, wandering, waiting, all of that stuff, just gone, completely gone. It was so nice. It was so nice. And I did that all myself. Like they did stuff, but like, that's not even what I remember. What I remember was what I did for myself, the gift that I gave myself of letting all of that stuff go. That does sound very freeing. And I think a lot of, and, and as I was hearing you talk um, last weekend when you were sharing that, and again today, I think a lot of people can relate to that in various ways, whether it's a holiday expectation or a, something you expect at work or something you expect from your family or just anything at all. There's so many things we expect every day. And while it's not necessarily bad to have expectations and there is some expectation when it comes to the manifestation process, <clears throat> you know, expecting things to show up, that's one thing. But I think the expectation or the way that you're talking is a little bit different. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. But I'm thinking you're thinking more so goals, though, not less. You're not going to expect to manifest something. You're going to set a goal to manifest it and you're going to let it go. And then you're going to accept whatever comes. So I think that's actually different than expectations in a way, because um, you're not going to anticipate and wait for and expect something to, to happen in a certain way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think what, yeah. I think what I'm thinking as far as manifesting, um, something that I have learned through the manifestation process is that you don't expect the how that 
what you were just saying. Oh, yeah. Um, like expect you expect like it will show up for you. That's what I, I mean, you know, so that you're in alignment because we know that for something to show up, it has to fit in your life. That's what I mean. Um, so, so I'm not sure if if this is different or similar as far as the way of expectation, but just language. <laughs> that is, um, I think it is very freeing. I thought back to immediately um, when you were talking about your birthday before you mentioned Mother's Day, I thought back to Mother's Day for myself and it happens almost every year. My husband has a terrible memory and he, so he didn't even remember it was Mother's Day. And again, growing up, his um, paradigm was, is that still is that events were not like important. They didn't celebrate birthdays. They didn't celebrate Mother's and Father's Day. So it just was never important for him. Whereas in my family, it was this big deal. So when we come together, you know, as a married couple, he never made a big deal out of things. It was me. I'm the one who did all the planning and, and everything. So when I just left it up to him, nothing would happen. And then I would feel really upset instead of just, you know, being able to enjoy the day for what it is. So I love that. And I feel like that's just so there's a free, a freedom to that, to just allowing things to be and not putting, I think that's the difference. When you know that something is coming and you have this big expectation of it, it, it puts a weight on it. Yeah. And it weighs you down and it has like a negative energy to it. Um, and then it's really hard, difficult, challenging to get out of that space, to get out of that energy, to, you know, raise your vibration. It's different when you're just going through your day-to-day -day challenges and you have strategies and tools and you use those to, you know, get yourself into a good energy and all of that stuff. But like when you, you, what we're doing with these expectations, we're like setting ourselves up. Do you know what I mean? We're setting ourselves up to fail from the beginning. And it's not that your family's not going to do anything for Mother's Day. It's just that they're the chance of them doing exactly what you, the story that you were telling yourself in your head, it's probably not you know, likely. Um, so I think that expectations, although that word seems like it would be something that's encouraged and um, accepted, um, actually turns into something that brings us a great deal of suffering. Um, and that's what it did for me. Um, and I didn't even know it, like I said, until like the last year. Um, that Christmas of 2019 was like the first time I kind of like was experimenting with that. And then since then, I've done a lot of work with that and realized that a lot of my suffering came from my expectations, a lot of it. And those expectations were like stories that I was repeating in my head over and over. Well, maybe this will happen. This should happen. This person should do this. That person should do that. Like all these stories in my head that, um, we're pulling me out of the present moment. Um, and so I think dropping expectations, letting those things go, um, just reduces the amount of suffering because you can't change <laughs> um, like a moment after it's happened. 
Like if you focus on the present moment, you can change what's happening at that present moment, but you can't change (laughs) something that's already happened. And if you tell your story and it goes a different way, then it still went a different way. You have an expectation for it to go differently. doesn't make it better. It actually just adds a layer of suffering. Like we talked about the second arrow. Um, The first one was the thing happening that you didn't expect to happen. And then you having that like expectation, the actual expectation just adds that whole other second layer to it. Uh yeah you're absolutely right and then once it gets harder to deal with because it's become a big thing if you can catch those negative feelings when they're small you know then it's Mm -hmm. easier to redirect them to that positive um thought so that you can be you know maintain or get into a positive vibration but when you've let it go, go too far it gets, as you said, challenging to kind of bring yourself back. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I love this whole idea of letting go of certain expectations and just being in. I love too that you brought up being in the present moment because it, it does go hand in hand. When you're living in the present moment, you are just accepting of whatever is. And that doesn't mean you're always going to like it. That's not the acceptance we're talking about, but it's, it's being okay Mm -hmm. with it. Finding the good is what it is. Exactly. Yep. Accepting it, finding the good in it. And then, you know, dealing with it in whatever way, you know, maybe you, you need to internalize it so that you can bless and release you know, maybe it's something that's small enough that you can just kind of move on and just find the good and and run with it, you know, but I I think there's a beautiful connection here. And I think it can just, as I said before, I think it can bring so much freedom to people um, to just live in the present moment and let go of some of those big, heavy expectations. And I think um, a few other things that come up for me, one was, um, like in the classroom, like a, a parent or a teacher having like an expectation of, you know, they're going to do this or they're going to accomplish this in this time frame or something. And then someone doesn't um, meet it. It's like, because we're all different. So someone doesn't need it. And it's like, here we have a whole other here comes in another wave of suffering because it's like they didn't meet it. And then the disappointment from kids, like for me, my classroom, I accept everyone for who they are. I challenge everyone, but I accept them of where they are in this present moment and work on challenging them here and bring, you know, them there. But, um, you know, some people might get like a 60% on something, but they were getting like 20s before um, or something like we celebrate whatever we are in the present moment. And then everyone's working towards growing and doing um, better. But like the whole idea of like, this is your expectation. And then what comes with that is you might not meet that expectation. And then there comes this rather than wanting to take risks and grow. And you have this disappointment and this like suffering of I'm not good enough. 
kind of a thing. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's huge in, in the classroom and in life in general, but kind of going back to that classroom example, you know, there are some expectations that are set that have a purpose that serve as like a safety measure or something. And I think that's a little different, yes. Yes. but I think yes, it's important when, when you're thinking about what you expect to think about it, is it, what is the purpose? You know, if it is something safety related, well, that's great. That's going to serve everyone. But if it's like you were saying, an expectation of maybe an academic expectation, then maybe, yeah, maybe we need to let go of that and, and, and think, think about it in a different way. Come at it from the law of attraction, you know, standpoint or, mm -hmm. You know, what does the, what are the kids' goals? You know, forget about you. The teacher, you don't, you don't, I don't forget about me. Forget math. about the whole like class of everybody needing to be <laughs> at the same level or whatever, but like it should be each child. But. Yeah. Like I think in certain ways, and I think a lot of teachers feel this way, they just, you know, get either get caught up in the way things are or it comes from a higher power they feel like they can't change things but the teaching is about the kids it's not about the teacher mm -hmm. so and again I think a lot of teachers want that to be the focus it's just we don't know how so you know really letting the kids out well what are your not even expectations sorry gotta see gotta get rid of that <laughs> okay. anyway. you know what do you want what are your goals you know and then use this material that we're teaching to get the kids to that goal and then you're gonna find that they're going to supersede is that a word is that did I use that correctly supersede any expectations like just to give an example let's say you have a kid that comes in and they know like five sight words and they have a goal they have the goal not the teacher they have a goal that they want to get all of them. What are there, 200 or 250 or something like that? And 220. I math, so. 220. 20, okay. I taught math the past like three years, so I don't really know. <laughs> um, but so let's say that's their goal. Well, they can get there very quickly if they apply this material and they apply themselves. And then they're going to go beyond that. And then maybe by the end of the year, they're reading like chapter books. I mean, I don't know, you know? Yeah. But when we put that, when we release the expectations and give the power back to the kids, magic happens. Yeah, which brings me to the thing I was going to talk about next is expectations often are actually limiting because um, you're, you're setting an expectation and then that's what we're shooting for or that's what they feel like we're shooting for or, you know, my child feels like that's what our goal is or shoot expectation is. But then what if we hadn't done that? It, it might've even surpassed that. Do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. I feel like they oftentimes limit. Yes. And even, um, even just what it puts in your mind, you, you know, because when you're you reading my mind this is the expectation and that's all you're thinking about. And you don't even think about going beyond that or think about what's possible. And, and a lot of the times the expectations that are in place, we know how to do them. 
So even getting to that expectation, there is no or very little growth. And the purpose of any kind of goal is to grow. It's not about where you get or getting the goal that you want. It's about what happens along the journey, the growth that happens. So I think you just touched on something huge that it, it really does limit us in so many ways. Yeah, I agree. And you were just saying something that was like right where my brain was going. Um, that like, it's, it's such a mind activity. It's so like in that thinking mind when we're trying to be having ourselves in the present moment as much as possible, which would be being not necessarily thinking. It's not that we can't think or thinking isn't good ever. It's just that we shouldn't be wrapped up in our thinking mind. We shouldn't be wrapped up in the thoughts. It should be wrapped up in the, the being, um, you know, the actual present moment and um, the sensations, like what's going on right now. Um, that doesn't mean that there won't ever be any planning um, some things, you know, require it, especially for safety reasons. But, um, I think that that's another issue with expectations It's very like mind generated activity. It's like all of these stories and contemplations and, it, you know, you're expecting something or there's a prospect of something. And all of those things are either bringing you back to the past of what's happened before and what you want to happen now. And that's not the present moment or bringing you to the future, which again is not the present moment. Um, and so I really do think, except for, like I said, in there are some cases like safety situations, especially in a classroom, um, we'll have certain rules in place to keep people safe, obviously. But that, you know, the whole idea of like, you know, my students are expected to do this and 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 not do this and not do this and not do that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of this stuff is things that like we know and then kids make mistakes. A lot of the expectations, I probably should not even go down this hole right now, but a lot of expectations, um, like you said, come from paradigms and like movement, you know, like you have an expectation. I know I did my first few years of expectation of staying in your seat, but it's like kids need to move, you know? And I just think that rather than having, you know, these whole list of expectations, it's like have the rules to keep people safe. And then when something happens, where, you know, it might not necessarily been, you know, expected maybe, or like, you know, a, a child is having difficulty regulating their emotions or trouble with their behavior, whatever it is, like being in the present moment with that child, being in the present moment, really trying to investigate and figure out what it is that's going on um, and helping them through that, not, well, that's not the expectation. Um, and then the student suffers 
because now, you know, we're judging them and don't know that what's going on with them. And we're suffering because here we are creating a story of like, they shouldn't have done that. That's not expected. And so. Mm-hmm. Yep. I completely agree. Um, something that came to me, which isn't necessarily on the line of expectations, but um, you know, when you have that student that, you know, something they're dealing with some kind of negative feeling themselves that, you know, they have paradigms, right? They're all coming to the classroom with their own set of paradigms. So they might've had an outburst or reacted in a way that they literally don't understand why, but it comes from a paradigm. I mean, I've had times where kids will like start crying and I'm like, oh my goodness, why are you crying? And they say, I don't know. And I used to think to myself, well, how do you not know? Like, come on, you've got to know. But really, I think they don't, sometimes they just don't know. And sometimes it might just be, you know, they're feeling upset, you know, some kind of emotions come up, but it all goes back to a paradigm. And I think if we can help kids uncover what it is at the root of why they're feeling the way they're feeling and understand that paradigm, well, then it'll make sense and you can start helping them replace that paradigm with a paradigm that the child does want because they're not going to want that, you know, but, but people don't even know that paradigms are a thing. So I think that's something, and I know that doesn't go with expectations, but I do think it's something that's important to kind of think about Um, especially as the new year approaches and coming off of a really crazy year. I think there's going to be a bit of an adjustment, (laughs) a bit of an adjustment. Um, So it's, it's helpful, you know, just to be aware of. Um, But I think we're taking off the pressure of expectations will help in those situations because they're not worried about, you know, the kid is not worried about, Oh my gosh, I, I've got this extra layer now of, I didn't meet the expectations. I'm awful, you know, because kids internalize that too. And it takes it off the teacher of, well, the kid didn't follow the expectation. You know, now what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, handle this? What is the consequence, which is a whole nother thing in in and of itself. But I feel like it would take a lot of that pressure off everyone. Yeah. And you and I talk frequently that um, a lot of, you know, the expectations that come um, in school, especially here in the U.S., is um, because they're things that are not necessarily developmentally appropriate for the children at that age level. And so that's just yet another reason that we need to really be careful with um, expectations, um, you know, accepting everyone for who they are and where they are at the present moment and helping them to take risks. Taking risks will allow them to grow. Um, But yeah, the expectations definitely for me have brought a terrible amount of suffering that I am so relieved to be rid of. I can tell you that. Another thing for me that comes with expectations is also the reverse of, becoming consumed or um, focused on expectations that we feel like others have for us. Um, Yeah. I think it works both ways because I think humans Uh were constantly human. It's just human nature. 
constantly um, comparing and this idea of like separateness, it just goes back to survival instincts, but like um, rather than, you know, community, I think, you know, a lot of times now, like people are trying to get more into that mindset, but um, we naturally kind of compare ourselves to others. So that's another thing that kind of has to be like, let go. And then, yeah, people might have expectations of what they feel we should or shouldn't do. Um, but again, kind of um, releasing those, not adding that to our suffering and judgments of ourselves or judgments of them like that's on them <laughs> and uh it's not us 100 percent. um before i go on to that i just there was something that you said before that i wanted to just add on to and then the conversation moved on um but when you're going back to um thinking about the expectations that you have of other people or, you know, kids in a classroom or whatever. Um, if you ask yourself why, like, what is the purpose of the expectation that can kind of help you gauge if it's an expectation that you should have that will serve you, your students, your kids, whomever, um, or not. So just a little tip there. Um, but I love that you brought up the expectations that other people have, because again, that's a limit when you're thinking about what you think other people expect of you, then you're placing that limit on yourself. And that becomes your point of attraction because you're thinking about that. And therefore that's where you're going to be. You're going to attract things at that vibration, which if someone has an expectation of you that you don't have of yourself, you're taking on that from them. So you're not, it's not going to be in alignment with you so that's a low vibration for you. So it's it's just not a good situation, right? So I know it's hard because that is the society we live in, um, very driven by what do people think of me? What do people want me to do? You know, getting praise and, um, oh, what's the word? Yes. Validation, that's the word, getting validation from people. Mm. But really when you go within yourself and say, well, what do I want? What do, what do I want out of this experience or out of this life in general and stop worrying about what people care about? Because at the end of the day, it's your life. So if you, if you live your life by someone else's expectations, you're living their life. So, you know, and, and I know it's hard. I know it's not that simple, but it's something to think about to break out of that and just be you and, and go against the grain if you have to but live by live by your your joy you know your heart yeah absolutely you can be grateful for everything that is everything that brings you joy or brings you growth because not everything is going to bring joy but um comparing ourselves with others and um, you know, getting ourselves additional suffering through feeling like we've failed someone or that we haven't met their expectations. And I'm saying it from personal experience because 
I was major. I always identified, always identified as um, a rule follower. Like you, it's not that I break the rules, but it's like, I'm a rule follower. I do what's expected of me. And that's like what um, kind of made up my life and my values and my worth, which was ridiculous because um, it's not what others expect of me. It's me. Do you know what I mean? Like I need to be focused on myself and I try to teach that to students like um, you know focus on your strengths you know your weaknesses your growth your and then here (laughs) I am like getting myself consumed with um, wondering or worrying about whether I'm meeting someone's expectations and that doesn't you brought up a word that I'm going to bring up now, back up now. Um, it doesn't mean that I don't care. I don't, because care to me is a tricky word because it's not that I don't care. It's not that I don't um, care for people or love people because I do immensely. When I say that I don't care what people expect of me, it means that like my focus is on, um, what is best in the moment for me and if i'm teaching what's in the best for the in the present moment for my students um it's not that i am like a teacher who's like checked out and doesn't care about her job or what that's not what i'm saying when i use that word but um we really do each of us individually need to be able to um really care about ourselves what's best for ourselves. We need to be able to have a community and care about others and um, be grateful in all of those things, but it has to start with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, the word that came up for me when you're explaining that is boundaries. Um, having boundaries, because I'm, I, I, I go with that. Like I was not saying not to care about people. It's just, you know, not, not necessarily caring what they think of you or, you know, putting their, their needs or their thoughts of what you should be doing onto yourself Yeah, because that's just their paradigm. And we all have different paradigms and it's okay to live by your own rules. And again, that, like you said, that doesn't mean you don't care about people. That doesn't mean, you know, that you necessarily I don't know how to verbalize what I'm trying it's to language <laughs> is always yeah but just having boundaries for yourself and just you know being realistic with yourself as far as what where's where is your heart mm-hmm. what you know what is your path and you know still respect other people because it's okay for them to have their own expectations of of whatever of themselves and everything but it's a I think allowing is a good way. Allowing people to live their lives while you live yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. And I think that when we do focus on ourselves and what brings us joy and gratitude and growth, when we really focus on what's best for us for those things, then we're going to be caring for and taking care of others anyway. 
So it's going to happen anyway. It just might not happen to their expectation in that moment because that's their story, their mind activity. They need to spend some time on this themselves. But um, yeah, I'm really glad that we talked about expectations today. Mm-hmm. Something that's really, really helped me over the last year or so. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It's, I'm still working through it. It's newer. You've been in this material a lot longer than I have. So I'm still realizing, um, you know, paradigms that I have or expectations, but it is really helpful. Um, and I see it a lot too, you know, with my mom, she'll tell me like things with my kids. We see my mom a lot and she'll tell me, you know, oh, I think you should be doing this or I, you know, I don't agree with that. And I'm realizing it's her paradigm and it's her expectations are different. Some, you know, I, I, some things I agree with her on, but some things I'm like, you know, I have a different expectation, you know, or I have a different way that I want to do things and, and it's okay. You know, I, I just say, you know, it's, yeah, I, you know, I let it go. I don't, you know, fight back or give her flack for it mm-hmm. um, because I have the awareness to know it's okay for her to believe what she believes. And it's okay for me to believe what I believe, but I'm trying to let go of my expectations of my own, with my own children um, and recognizing that it's okay that she had her expectations and just kind of, you know, being okay with that, but I'm, I'm still choosing to raise my kids or put onto them different things necessarily than what my mom's expectations. Does that make sense? Did I? It does. It does. Yeah. And the thing is, is our kids are really capable of like blowing us away mm-hmm. and we wouldn't even know it, you know, just letting them be and letting them come to realizations and learn things like on their own and all of these things um, can bring things to fruition that like we didn't even think were possible. But had we had certain expectations and certain ways that we had in our head that they should have done it or not done it, um, we could limit them. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, I know that we mentioned our um, Facebook group a lot, um, Mindset Teaching Outside the Box. I'm just bringing it up again because I do plan on doing a um, an event for the group um, based on today's episode. Um, so information about that is going to come out. Um, in our Facebook group, probably, you know, the day or two after um, it's released or whatever. Um, But I think everybody's going to want to participate in that. I really, it's something that I've done with groups of people in the past um, about um, letting go of expectations. Um, And so I'm hoping that um, for those that are not in our Facebook group, that you'll join the Facebook group and then you'll be able to access that information there. But otherwise, go ahead. I know I'll be there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have to say, and this is just me talking here. Eileen doesn't even know I'm going to say this. Um, 
I went to one of Eileen's meditations and it was absolutely amazing. I mean, oh, I got so many messages from source and just was like, it was a direct connection and it was so amazing. So I like, I'll be there because I know you <laughs> meditation. So I would go if I were you people. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I've done this one a couple of times, this meditation in particular, a couple of times in groups. And um, it really does seem to um, be very helpful. Um, and with something like this, it's so ingrained in us. And I had to like learn that on my own, um, having someone offering um, to you to kind of walk you through that um, process in a place of peace and ease, I think. Um, yeah, I think people are going to want to tune in. Yeah. Thank you for doing that too. That's really, really kind and, but you are a very kind person. I think that'll be really, really good to compliment this um, and help people. So again, our Facebook group is Mindset Teaching Outside the Box. Come on and join us. Don't want to miss Eileen's meditation. And as always, we are very grateful for all of our listeners and we will see you next time.